Welcome to the Collide Kids Podcast, hosted by Kristen Clark. This is a show for kids and families. You are going to meet new people and have fun while you listen. Let's do it! Hey y'all, welcome to the Collide Kids Podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Clark. The Collide Kids Podcast is a show for kids and families where we learn together how life and faith collide. It is so great to have you listening today. Thank you for being here and checking this out. If you're brand new, I just want to say welcome. I am so glad you're here. Don't forget to listen to the end of every episode. That's where we have the kids only segment. That's where kids just like you get to be on the podcast. Well, today I am so excited to introduce you to my guests. Years ago, when I first moved to Atlanta, I got to meet this lovely couple. We were actually neighbors. I lived in the apartment above them, and they were so fun. We worked together at the same church. And since then, they moved away and had kids, and I did too. But I still love keeping up with them on social media, especially now, and their amazing family adventures living in an RV with their four girls. And now I get to introduce them to you. They are the Kilgore family. They travel full-time across North America in a fifth-wheel RV. The heartbeat of their ministry is to visit church planters and encourage them as they propel their local ministries and churches to continued impact in their communities. They want to share the stories of the people they meet, and their hope is to build bridges of support back to individuals and churches that are looking to share their resources in order to impact the spread of the gospel in North America. I am so excited to talk to them today, and I cannot wait to hear about their many adventures in their RV. So here is my conversation with Casey and Kevin Kilgore and their daughters, Chloe, Claire, Caitlin, and Caroline. I am so excited to have the Kilgore family with me today. How are you guys doing? Let me just say, I'm really excited to talk to all six of you. We have Kevin. Hello there. Casey. Hi. That was mom and dad. And then we have Chloe. Hey. Claire. Hi. Caitlin. Hi. And Caroline. Hi. I am so excited to have you guys on the podcast today. We're excited to be with you. Yeah. Will you guys just introduce yourself? I mean, I just went through everybody's name. I'm really excited that the whole family's here. Um, will you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? We are the Kilgores. We've said that. And we are have just um, formed a new ministry called Through the Eyes of Our Tribe. So we are traveling all around North America, meeting with church planners to encourage them and share their stories. I love that. And you're doing that. In a very special vehicle. We are. <laughs> yes, we are living full-time in our RV. We have a fifth wheel that we pull behind the truck. And so we are living, all six of us, dad and five women, <laughs> in an RV with one bathroom. Yes. It's wow. an adventure. Let's, let's have a moment of silence for Kevin's privacy. And <laughs> that's... He has visited a few bathhouses as a result of that. <laughs> And that's full time. So you guys like, don't like just go out for a week and then come back home. This is home. 
It is. It's full-time. We started in August uh, living full-time in our RV, and we have since August visited how many states? 23, 23 I think. States. Wow. 23 states. So, so we, cool. um, we do our home follows us. We pull it with us everywhere we go. That's amazing. Okay. I cannot wait to ask you guys some questions about this because I think this is so fun. And by the way, um, I love when I get to interview some of my friends. So we knew each other from years back. So I'm really excited to talk to you guys again. Uh, but before we get into your story, I always like to ask my guests to share a joke or a funny impression. So, cause this is a podcast for kids. So you got something fun for us? Um, yeah. What kind of doctor was Dr. Pepper? I don't know. <laughs> He was a physician. <laughs> that was impressive, honey. <laughs> Casey, she didn't, didn't know. She didn't know. She had that in you. That was good, Kevin. That <laughs> <It> was good. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Okay, well, let's get started. I I really want to know about what you're doing. Like you said, you're going around and, and ministering to church plants. So, what is a church planter? What is that? Give me an answer. A, a church planter is someone who starts a new church in an area of America or North America in an area that may not have um, good access to a church congregation. So someone who goes and starts a new church. Okay. And the, the North American Mission Board has identified 32 um, cities and they call them SEND, S-E-N-D, cities. And in those 32 cities, they say that 80% of the lost population of North America live in one of those 32 cities. Wow. And so there may be a church near where a church planner starts a new church, but there, there is never enough churches. And so there's always new churches that are being started to um, reach more people. And so. And to help spread the gospel in America. Right. Yeah. I love that. And I think it's um, really cool that you guys are going and actually like spending time with them, encouraging them. What are some things you do to help uh, encourage church planners? Yeah. Um, the, like this morning, this morning I went, um, drove about 45, 50 minutes from where we're staying um, and just had breakfast with a gentleman who started a church um, a couple years ago. And um we spent about two hours at breakfast and just had had the chance to um, him get to know me, me get to know him. Uh, we had a chance to just share stories with one another. Um, and for him, the biggest thing was he was just almost shocked that someone cared enough to come and spend time with him. And, yeah. um, you know, he has some people from various um, denominational organizations that check on him occasionally, but he knows that that's, that's somewhat part of their job. Um, and to have someone just kind of out of the blue that he has no connection to, to reach out and um, show interest in his church and in his family and in his ministry um, just meant the world to him. And I've seen that over and over again, where um, a lot of times they just wonder, how on earth did you find me? I've had that question numerous <laughs> times. How on earth did you find me? I'm a nobody. Um, and I think it's like anything else. There's, um, the big shiny flashy, um, churches a lot of times get all the, um, attention mm -hmm. and some of the smaller churches that are just starting and maybe haven't got their feet under them yet. 
they they don't get quite as much attention and so it um it meant it means the world to these guys just to have someone to share their story with yeah that's that's a good question though how do you find them yeah so we utilize the north american mission board um their website um is a great resource i had no idea this time last year what a great resource it is um but through this process I can pull up a map and it shows all of the church planners um, who have planted within the last five years that have ties to the North American Mission Board. And I can zoom in on an area and I see a bunch of dots on the map. And what I tell these guys is my prayer is that some of those dots will turn into relationships. Hmm. And so I can zoom in on an area, click on a dot, and it gives me um, as much information as they have about that church planner. Um, Usually it's name. Sometimes, um, usually it'll have an email address, sometimes a cell phone number and a church website and that kind of thing. And so I just use that information and make, make contacts that way. You know, the North American Mission Board website is a great resource for that. Um, and it's a great resource too. We'll get into that in a little bit, but that can be used by families if they want to encourage these church planners from their home. They can send emails and that kind of thing to be an encouragement as well. Yeah, that's a great idea. Spending time with church planners is obviously the first way that we encourage them. Another way that we encourage them is by attending their church. A lot of their churches are new, and so they don't have a whole lot of people. And so by the six of us attending their church on a Sunday, we can sometimes um, make a huge impact on their attendance numbers for the day. But we can also just encourage them with new faces and with our presence. And then one of the other ways that we've been able to encourage church planners is through the people that are a part of our tribe that help support our ministry. Because of them, we're able to do things for some of these church planners that might fill a personal need um, or a need that they have for their church or just a way that we can encourage their family in a hard time. That's amazing. Do um, do the girls participate in this? Um, obviously, we don't get to... Um, go to every single lunch meeting that daddy has but there have been a couple times where we've been able to participate and um, just kind of take part in the encouragement and ministry as well and those have been ended up being some of my favorite places is where we get to um, hop in and um, help encourage these people and um, help them with whatever they're doing and tell, tell quickly about the first time that you got to that you girls got to help um, the first time we got to help was in Phil, no, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. It was in Pittsburgh. And um, Daddy had reached out to this family, and or he had reached out to this guy and asked him if they could meet. And the guy had said that it was going to be kind of a hard week for their family, um, and he just didn't know that this week was going to be the best time. And so daddy reached back to him and he said well if there's anything we can do for you for you if you would you know if it would help you if we dropped a meal off or if there's anything else you can think of that we can do just let us know and we'd be happy to do it and so he um got back to daddy and he asked would you be bringing your family with you into the city and daddy said well we can whatever works if um if you would, you know, like our family, the whole family to come, we can absolutely make that happen. And so the guy must have gone onto our website and just <laughs> seen about our family because he came back and said, 
I see that you have older girls. Would your, would your girls be willing to take my kids to the park and let my wife have some time alone at the house while we go and get coffee? And so we, daddy said, absolutely. And so we got there and it was, it was these two really cute little boys. They were four and six, I think. And um, we took them to the park and we were there for about two hours, I think, playing at the park. So we wore them out and we had a super fun time with them and we could tell that they had a fun time with us too. So that was a really cool way that we got to um, help encourage one of the families that we met. I love that. One of the things I say all the time on the podcast is that kids can be used by God right now to do amazing things. You don't have to wait until you're an adult to do something for God. And so you guys are proof of that. You get to participate in your family ministry and and minister to churches just like your parents do. That's amazing. That was one of the most encouraging things to us early on in our ministry was at that particular stop, they were used much more than we were. Casey and I went to coffee with the pastor, but they really filled a much greater need in that family at that time, just giving that mom a little bit of uninterrupted time by herself at the house. And so that was um, very encouraging to us to see that, hey, the girls are more useful in this situation than we are. And we were thankful that God used our family in that way. Yeah, I love that. So I'd love to know how you guys got started in this ministry. We'll be right back after this. You know, raising kids in the digital age isn't easy, but Bark Technology makes products that help parents keep their kids safe online and in real life. They have an app, a phone, and a home device that lets families set parental controls on their internet-connected devices. I love the app because it helps us manage screen time and blocks websites and apps we want our kids to avoid. It also sends alerts and gives us the ability to monitor texts and social media and even track your child's location. Visit bark.us to learn more about how you can keep your kids safe online. Use the code COLLIDEKIDS to get 15% off your subscription of the Bark app. Yeah, that's a, that's a long story, but we'll try and make it a little bit shorter. Um, so there was some changes taking place at our church and, um, Casey and I just began to pray, God, what does this season change? We, we see the season changing here at the church. What does that mean for us? We had no idea, um, what that prayer would lead to. Um, but there was a lot going on. Um, our pastor that had pastored the church for 21 years, he had passed away. And another staff member had left um, prior to our pastor passing away. And so we just asked God during this season change in our, in our church, what does this mean for our family? And um, as we, as we prayed that, as we sought the Lord's guidance, um, we really sensed that this, this ministry was going to be um, what was next for us. And we had no idea when we prayed that, that that was going to be mean leaving the church that we had been at for 14 and a half years. Um, but we, we could tell this is what God was leading us to. And, um, the summer of the pandemic, everything shut down. And for the first time in ministry life, our schedule was free for the summer. And so what we did, we decided, Hey, let's rent an RV. And we rented a small RV for two weeks and we took a road trip as a family. Um, little did we know that God was going to use that in a Mm -hmm. pretty major way. Um, I don't think 
there's any way that God could have convinced us of this transition to this full-time lifestyle on the road had we not had that little taste of it um, earlier. And so God used that. And then, as I mentioned, I began looking at the NAM website and began to see all that they were doing. And it was such an encouragement to me, but I knew that other people needed to know that as well. And, um, so just one thing led to another. And I had the idea of this type of ministry and I shared it with Casey one day at lunch. And um, I guess, as they say, the rest is history. <laughs> and here we are. Yeah, that's yes, amazing. What is it like living in an RV full time? I can't imagine uh, just me and my husband doing that, much less my whole family. So, and you have four girls. So, tell us about that. What is it like to live in an RV full time? Chloe, do you want to? What do you think the hardest part is? As we mentioned earlier, probably the hardest part is the fact that there's only one bathroom, <laughs> and that proves it proves to be very difficult for us to all get ready in time to go places when we only have the one bathroom, especially when we're trying to get up and go to church in the morning. Right. Sunday, um, Sunday mornings can be that's a challenge. Our, that's right? our biggest challenge is yes. Sunday mornings. That was a challenge when we lived in what they, the RV world calls a house sticks and bricks, whatever <laughs> that means, right? Call but, it your sticks and bricks. But um, that was a challenge for us getting to church on time when we lived in a home. Now living in an RV, it's that much more of a challenge, but I can say, that we have not been late to church since we've been on the road. So that wow. is a major accomplishment. We could that not is. say that about any three-month period that we lived in a house. Uh, I think the best part about living in an RV is that we sleep in our own beds every night, regardless of where we are. So we, we pull our house with us and our beds, and so we have the comforts of home uh, because our RV has become our home. So we pull down our window shades, and we are at home every night. Now, that may mean that we're parked in Walmart parking lot or a Cracker Barrel <laughs> parking lot or a really nice campground, but we're home every night. So I think that's one of the best spots yes. or best parts. It's like every weekend is a vacation, except for you get to sleep in your own bed. You get to be in your place that is um, that feels like yours and has all your stuff in it. Um, so that's been really nice. That's cool. So you never have to pack a suitcase or anything like that. You never take your pillow that anywhere. Might be one of my most favorite parts <laughs> is that we don't have to pack or unpack because unpacking is always worse than packing. Right? That's so true. Cause all the yep. laundry and all this stuff. Um, what are, what are some things you do in the RV because you're in such close quarters, right? The girls have to all, you, they don't all have their separate bedrooms. So what's that like sleeping so everyone has their own spot, sort of, even though okay. they don't have their own bedrooms. So we have a, a separate, we do have two bedrooms in the RV. So mom and dad, we have the master bedroom. And then there is a bunk room. And the younger two girls, Caitlin and Caroline, sleep in the bunk room. And then above the bunk room at a separate entrance is a loft. And so in the loft are Chloe and Claire, the teenagers. So they kind of have a spot. The big girls have a spot. The little girls have a spot. Oh, that's nice. And then during the day, you know, we'll be in the living area. And if someone just needs to get off by themselves, they can go to one of those spaces. A lot of times one of the girls will go to our bedroom to do school or um, we have a dining room table that we can set up that is kind of Casey's office. But sometimes the girls will work there and 
we're and I just try and get out. If we're in nice weather too, we, um, you know, we have comfy chairs and sometimes that we'll move school outside. That's great. Now here's a question. If someone, if someone, now I'm sure your girls would never get in trouble, but if they got in trouble and they got grounded, where do they go? <laughs> I don't know. That would we be. Just, we just take away a device. That, that's oh. the biggest punishment they <laughs> the can The device have. gets grounded. <laughs> we, we would take the Wi-Fi. <laughs> There's really no place to send anybody. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> what, well, let me ask you this. What has been your favorite place to visit so far? Claire, do you want to answer? One place that we all really liked that was a cool place for us to see was Niagara Falls. Oh, wow. In New York. What did you like about a it? Huge waterfall. And it's really cool and really pretty. What did we get to do there? We went on a boat ride where we like go under, not under, but like around into the falls. Into the falls. And then there's, we, you can also go up closer to them and you can like back up into where the waterfall is coming down. So they call it the hurricane deck. Oh. They give you special shoes water shoes and they give you a rain jacket and they allow you to go to what's called the hurricane deck and the waterfall is basically falling right behind you and spraying you like crazy and um we have a really cool youtube video that's going to be coming out in a few weeks of our time at um niagara falls and i say in that video that i felt like jim cantori who, um, if you don't know, he's the guy on the Weather Channel that always goes to the crazy <laughs> storm places. And that's what it felt like. That's it, awesome. It's possible to go to Niagara Falls and not, how do I want to phrase this? Just to see that kind of major feat of nature, to not sit at Niagara Falls and think about um, how big God is to be able to create things um, on the earth. Yeah. That's awesome. That's really cool. That's, that's on my list of places I definitely want to visit. So you guys have For made sure. it sound really exciting. Yeah. I want to check that <laughs> out. So you mentioned earlier that you guys, your ministry is to go and encourage church planters in these small churches or new churches around the country. So how can we as listeners uh, be an encouragement to those church planters? Um, one of the things that, um, we weren't very good about, um, before we did this, but I think if we could go back and change, you know, when you're on vacation places, if you're looking for a place to go to church, find a church planner and go attend his service, uh, be an encouragement just by being new faces and attending their church service. Um, another thing that we have heard a lot as we visited and talked to these church planners is just their, um, desire to not be forgotten. So whether it be that maybe your Sunday school class or maybe your, um, you know, your Awana group or maybe your church adopts a church planner and just um, helps to celebrate them. It may be that they, that you send a birthday card um, on their birthday or on their kids' birthdays or um, a monthly greeting, just something to encourage them and help them, them to know that they're not forgotten. And it can be as simple, too. I mentioned the North American Mission Board website. You can search that out, and they have, like I said, they have a map that has a list. Um, you can zoom into an area that you maybe are interested in and just pick one of them. 
and together as a family, pray for that um, church planner one evening and then write a card and drop it or an email or whatever and shoot it off to them. Let them know, hey, we found your information on the North American Mission Board website and we prayed for you tonight as a family. And we just wanted you to know that you have a family in XYZ state praying for you as you minister in whatever city they're in and um, shoot that to them. And it would mean the world to them just to know that they have someone who cares enough to take the time to pray, but also to just communicate that they, that you have um, indeed prayed for them. And so it could be as simple as that. They'll probably email back something and it may start a conversation or it may just be a one-time thing. But like Casey said, um, another great thing is you can use that website to find a church in a city maybe you're visiting just for a short time, and you can use that uh, site to find a church to attend while you're there. Yeah, I love that. And for families that are listening, like you said, they could participate in this as well just by reaching out uh, to these people. And and this is something anybody in the family could do. So little kids could draw a picture and mom and dad could write an email. There's lots of ways that we can uh, use what God's given us to help and encourage someone else, especially people that are trying to share the gospel in the place they're in. So how can we follow along your journey and, and figure out where you guys are going next? Um, so one of, we have lots of ways that you can follow us. Um, you can follow our YouTube channel right now. We are playing catch up on our YouTube channel. So the you'll video- see where we've been, but you won't have a clue where we're going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but you can follow along on YouTube. You can see things on, on our YouTube channel. You can also see things like a tour of our RV, which is always interesting to people to actually, um, put eyes to, um, all the things that we talk about in the place that we live. So you can do that on our YouTube channel. It's called through the eyes of our tribe. And then on social media, on Instagram and Facebook, we're also called through the eyes of our tribe and you can follow us there. Um, on Instagram and Facebook, we keep a little more concurrent, um, uh, more current information as far as where we're headed, what kind of what we're doing currently. Um, and then also every Sunday night at eight o'clock, we go live on Facebook and Instagram with a weekly recap, just to talk about the people that we've met that week, um, the opportunities that we've had to encourage and, um, what's kind of next on the horizon. I love that. That's so good. And, and I love you guys have a YouTube channel. I've seen some of your videos. It's very interesting. So if you're interested in the RV life and you want to look into people that are doing a good thing for a lot of people, you should check them out for sure. Well, this has been so fun. You guys, I've loved catching up with you guys and hearing about your adventures. Uh, before I let you go, I, I always ask my guests to share a memory from when they were a kid. So I'll put this on Casey and Kevin since the girls are kids (laughs) kids <laughs> so what have, you, what have you got for us i told the joke she, she's <laughs> she's given the memory it's, inter- <laughs> it's interesting um so growing up my dad was a farmer and so we vacation every summer looked for us like um going to the beach uh, the panhandle of florida because we really my dad really didn't have that much time to get away um, and we couldn't go far because there were years that he had to leave and go home and take care of a few things and come back in the middle of the week. And so um, I sometimes chuckle. I have very fond memories of those beach vacations as a kid, but I sometimes chuckled now at what um, our life looks like um, and how vastly different it is from what vacation was as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> you guys never did like an RV trip when you were growing up? 
No, my grandparents did have an RV though. And I, I joke and say, um, I did one trip with them when I was in high school and oh. we used to always make fun of my grandparents and their RV. <laughs> and so, um, now it's come back on you. <laughs> say, my grandparents are now in heaven looking down laughing. Um, <laughs> it's interesting because my grandparents, I grew up, um, from the time I was four till I was 12, we lived in Southern California. My grandparents lived in Michigan but there were a couple of years where they came out in their RV. And one of the memories that I have is my grandparents dropping me off at elementary school um, one day at the end of their time in California. And they dropped me off at school and they were headed back to Michigan after they dropped me off. So I remember the tears that were shed as I was saying goodbye to my grandparents. Um, but they, they, they had that RV. In the RV. Yeah, they drove me to school in the RV. There you go. Wow, that's that's a significantly large that's a significantly large car for the carpool line. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That's amazing. Well, so you really you could say it's in your blood to do this. Yeah, who knew? <laughs> who knew? Well, thank you guys again so much for being on the show today. And I'm excited for our listeners to check you guys out and learn more about your ministry. And and hopefully we can all participate in encouraging church planners like you guys are doing. So thank you for sharing this with us. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. Can you imagine living in an RV all the time like that? I think it's so interesting that they get to do this. I love that their ministry is encouraging people that are serving these small new churches and helping them feel known and loved. I also loved when Chloe was sharing about how the four girls were able to be a part of the ministry too, and they ended up being a greater blessing to that one family. It's just like I always say, kids can be used by God to do amazing things, and you don't have to wait until until you're an adult to do that. I also love the great ideas they gave us for your small group or families to think of uh, doing a service project and send a birthday card or send some encouragement and emails to these church plant ministers and let them know that you care about them or finding a church plant when you're traveling or on vacation and attending. Just going to that church could be a blessing to those families. Well, you're definitely going to want to check out the Kilgore Family's YouTube channel and follow them on social media. So just search through the eyes of our tribe and you should be able to find them on all platforms. Well, now it's time for the kids only segment. This is a part of the show where you get to be on the podcast. So here is a joke that was sent in to us from Kenley. Hello, my name is Kinley, and I have a joke for you. How did the mustard crayon greet the dandelion crayon? Yellow! <laughs> I love that joke. I think that's a great way to start greeting people now. Just say, yellow instead of hello. I get it. That's so good. Thanks, Kenley. Well, if you would like to be on the podcast and share your favorite joke, just like Kenley did, or maybe you have an encouraging quote that you like or your favorite Bible verse, you can find information about how to send that to me through my social media. I'm on Facebook at the Collide Kids Podcast or on Instagram at Collide Kids Pod. Would you like to support the podcast? Here's a few ways you can do that. First, be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast so that new episodes 
episodes will automatically load each week into whatever podcast app you're using and leave a rating and a review. When you do that, it really does help shows like mine get a boost in the podcast app and then more people get to hear about it. You can also share this episode with friends and family and tell them why you and your family like to listen. Or you can go to my website, thecollidekidspodcast.com and click the link that says, buy me a coffee. It doesn't really buy me a coffee. It's just a little bit of financial support and it means so much. And anytime you think about it, I always appreciate your prayer support as well. Well, I am so thankful that you've listened today and I hope that you are encouraged to go be an encouragement to someone else, just like the Kilgore family has been doing this past year. Uh, Maybe there's someone that you can encourage just right around the block from you or someone in your school or someone in your class. Reach out to them and encourage them and let them know that you love them and you care about them and that they are known. In case no one has told you today, I would love to be the first to remind you that God loves you so much. Thanks for listening. Looking for help and hope can be a chore, and you don't need any more of those. So consider downloading the River Mobile app. It's a radio station committed to playing songs that will lift you up and help you out no matter what you're going through. Songs from artists like Lauren Daigle, Zach Williams, and Toby Mack. It's totally free with no subscriptions. Just search 1049 The River in your app store or listen online at riverradio.com.